The Modern Tire Dealer Show is sponsored by MTD 10, the training and education network. Formerly DSP 20 Group, 10 is the most progressive and comprehensive resource offering tire dealers the solutions, connections, and training they need to reach their goals. From one-on-one coaching and group networking to real-world on-site problem-solving and exclusive content, 10 offers an all-encompassing approach to education unlike anything the industry has ever seen. Learn more about what 10 can do for you and your business at mtd10.com. Welcome to this episode of the Modern Tire Dealer Show. I'm Maddie Gehring, Associate Editor of Modern Tire Dealer. The labor shortage is not a new problem dealers are faced with today, and a dealership in Virginia is trying to combat the labor shortage problem by reaching out to the other half of the population, women. Today, Julie Holmes, co-owner and co-CEO of Virginia Tire and Auto in Fairfax, Virginia, tells us about her campaign to get more women into the automotive industry. Julie has a lot of wisdom to share, so let's get to it. Hi, Julie. Thank you for joining me on the Modern Tire Dealer Show. How are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm good. Thank you. So just for our listeners, uh, Julie is the co-CEO and co-owner of Virginia Tire and Auto in Fairfax, Virginia, with 18 locations across the state of Virginia. And Julie has taken on a campaign to integrate more women into the automotive world. Uh, So Julie, can you just start us off and explain how this idea kind of came to be and when you really started making moves to hire more women? Sure. No, I'm happy to. It's definitely something I feel passionate about. And it's something, it's really been a journey, um, how we came to this place. It wasn't something that just happened overnight that we need to add more women. I think it's um, been sort of a life of, uh, of impressions and things I've learned along the way that have made me really come to this point that we need to have more women in our organization and in our industry in general. And I, I it's really been an evolution, I think, especially over the past 13 years. I am a mother of five uh, and including four girls. And uh, through this journey, I think I've really um, become, I've learned a lot. Parenting is if you can parent, you can run a business. (laughs) Uh, uh, Learning a lot about different people's personalities. And uh, for me, really um, becoming a lot more empathetic and understanding where people have come through are coming from. Mm -hmm. And through that, I've really seen the benefit of having a lot of different voices at the table, or especially two major voices at the table. It really, um, uh, men, um, no matter whether they are from Asia or Africa or Europe or the United States or anywhere in the world, they represent a voice and an opinion and women the same way, wherever they are from. Um, I feel for me, um, I see a lot of benefits and it's in particular, I've seen these benefits because I've experienced it. So our leadership team at Virginia, Virginia Taranato, um, our executive team is composed of two men and two women. And I've really seen firsthand how we come at decisions differently. And mm-hmm. through that difference of opinions and viewpoints, we're able to get to the be- better results. So I've seen you know, through my work experiences and my home experiences, I've seen the benefit of really having um, diversity of opinion. Um, so that's uh, that's kind of how this, you know, how the journey sort of started. We really are, as an organization, a unique position because half of our leadership team is made up of women and half of our leadership team is made up of, of, of men. Mm-hmm. And in this unique perspective, also with you know, I'm grateful for my, you know, being a leader of an organization. So I get to, um, 
you know, I get a, a, a say, which I'm very grateful right. for, but it's really, uh, you know, we're, we have this position where we would like to see more of our workforce resemble our company leadership, which isn't okay. something a lot of organizations can say. So I feel like it's very authentic for our, us and our organization to try and bring more women into it because it's, um, you know, in part led by uh, women and our executive team is composed as ultimate gender diversity. So that puts us in a very unique position. Right, right. Okay. So would you say your campaign is more focused on kind of bringing in more female workers in the automotive industry, like you said, or just kind of like across the board? Well, no, and, you know, it's really um, intended to bring in women into, you know, our organization at all levels. Right. Okay. We see, so we're, we have, our leadership is, um, you know, half women, mm-hmm. but our, uh, in our stores, the, it's not composed in okay. our stores, just like the rest of the industry are more than 90% dominated by men. Right. So we are looking at all levels of the organization to bring in more women. We have one woman manager, okay. um, which is fantastic. And she does an excellent job. And mm-hmm. we, you know, ultimately our goal at some point in the future, this is, this is a marathon, not a sprint right. um, is to achieve a spot where we have half of our store managers as women. Okay. Um, and we're also, so how are we doing this? We're focusing on the, um, you know, we bring, we bring people into our organization and our whole goal is to grow them. Uh, you right. know, we, if they come in at entry level, we don't want them to stay entry level. We want to find out what role and path and we can give them a really meaningful career. So mm-hmm. we're really looking to hire, um, you know, throughout the organization, but especially at the entry level sales and our entry level general service in the back and, um, work with those women and men. Um, but you know, in part to that's where the foundation begins. You can't make a store manager. You can't make a technician without growing through the ranks. Right. So So what will women bring to the automotive industry? Um, what, what strengths do they have that maybe men don't have, or they could expand upon? Right. Um, and I see it a lot on the sales side. Okay. Um, and I see it in terms of, and it's not that men don't have these and it's not that right. we're not grateful for the men that work for us and they do a fantastic job. Right. And we just want more, more fantastic people at the table. And we yeah. think we all benefit by hiring women just as much as men. Right. And what we see a lot of times from women is, uh, and a lot of the guys, you know, they don't argue with me. Yeah. Um, a lot of the women are, um, they are very skilled communicators. Okay. They are excellent multitaskers and they naturally show a lot of empathy okay. and considering people would rather get, go to the dentist, uh, than get their car fixed. Um, all of those skills, especially around empathy, being highly communicative, mm-hmm. being able to spin a lot of plates at one time, I mean, right. those are all really valuable in a busy automotive shop. Um, so those are, yeah. those are some, um, items that we really see. And, you know, on the tech side, we are a hundred percent invested in bringing women on um, the tech side. There's been some natural barriers through the years um, just because there's been physical barriers. It's, it can be very physical, but we really see that um, cars are um, computers on wheels. That's what they are today. We see it as a STEM career. We see it as we see our technicians applying the scientific method. And we also see, whereas there's a lot of technology that has taken away some of the physical barriers. I mean, there's equipment in the shop that is making it a lot, um, you know, it's still physical, but it's making it, uh, 
just more approachable for right. all body types um, to do that work. And then of course, um, women are just as capable as men on applying those, you know, scientific approaches, right. problem solving. And, you know, that's, you know, we see it as a great career for all. Right, right. So how's Virginia Tire uh, recruiting or trying to get mm-hmm. more of those advertisements out to women? Right. Well, part of it is it just started with making a really bold and clear statement that we want to hire women. And I didn't quite even realize how bold that was just having clarity around it, but Uh it's gotten picked up and people have had interest in it. But so we've made it very clear that we want to hire women. Um, And we've talked about it at all levels of the organization. Okay. And so that's step one, Mm -hmm. um, just communicating. We have created a campaign around it. We have with, um, you know, we've taken pictures, we've created, made sure we have all of, you know, we have men and women equally represented on our website and Mm -hmm. in our materials, our hiring materials. So those, um, those are some, um, you know, and we've started, uh, you know, it's just continuing to talk about it and, and, Mm -hmm. and reaching out to our trade schools and making sure, um, any schools in our community know about what we're trying to do. And we're actually really excited that we have just, um, written and created a scholarship for women in the automotive field. Oh, wow. How awesome. Yeah. So we'll be, um, taking that out to, we have a great relationship with our high schools in our area and we'll be talking to them this school year and, um, any women that are in auto tech, uh, we hope they will apply for our scholarship and we will fund a certain amount of their tuition at, um, a community college in the auto tech program. Wow. That is awesome. That is so cool. Yeah. So we're trying to put our money where our mouth is. Yeah. (laughs) But it, it's it's a genuine effort. But I mean, I just keep repeating. It's not saying that we don't want to hire men and there's not a place right. because it takes all. Right. Um, so right. We're about the effort, but it's really it's very cross. It's it's we don't have a secret sauce on this and <laughs> it's going to take 10 years. You know? Right. Because we've just started it in the last year and just started talking about it. But like I said, it's, it's taking years to kind of get to that spot. You know? Right. Um, yeah. But yeah, we're excited about it. Why do you think that um, women don't really want to come, not that they don't want to, but maybe aren't able to come into this automotive industry? Or why do you think it's more of a male dominated Mm -hmm. um, industry? I wish I knew the total answer to it, but I think it's a lot of um, a combination of perceptions and stereotypes. And I say that in the most positive way, I think Mm -hmm. there's a reason I understand like in different, we're not the only field that is trying to overcome gender stereotypes. Right. Uh, for a long time, men haven't been as involved in nursing, right? You know, it's, it it goes both ways. And Mm -hmm. I think there was decades where it was perceived as very dirty and um, very physical. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, it, it just, this grease monkey stereotype that doesn't, it doesn't exist anymore. That's Mm -hmm. not the way we run our shops and that's not the environment we create, but you think about it just for decades, there's, um, you know, it just wasn't, there was a lot of physical barriers. There mm-hmm. wasn't the equipment to help it. Um, so right. I think there's that. And I, I haven't figured, I'm not a psychologist and so I don't pretend to be, but I will yeah. tell you what, I was a parent for about eight years of just girls before I had my son. And so for those eight years, I never had a child pick up a stick. I okay. never had a child play with a car. And yeah. then as soon as I have a boy in a house full of dolls and all things <laughs> pink, he finds the stick and the the, you know, the card, right. 
So, you know, there's just certain, we are different. Mm -hmm. Women and men are different. And that's why we want all, we want both men and women at the table. We want them in all levels of our organization because we just, we think differently, differently. Men are from, uh, you know, those, the Venus and Mars, you know, different places. We come at things differently and that's how you get the best results and the best workforce and the best environment when Mm -hmm. you have everyone represented Right. Yeah. That that's a good point. That makes a lot of sense. Uh, do you have any advice for male dealers who or male tire shop owners who maybe want to bring in this momentum of how can they make it a better place for women to work at or get more women in their workforce? I think it starts with um, maybe taking a look at how you talk and some of your language and making sure you're creating an environment that is truly hospitable and open to both mm-hmm. men and women there are just we all are guilty of it mm-hmm. you know we'll call the ladies the girls right oh there's some girls that applied and it's like no they're really I'm sorry they're, they're, women. <laughs> they're women we don't call the guys boys right so we shouldn't be calling those ladies girls girls and there's certain language that just happens and no one intends to but it's these little things that make the environment not quite as hospitable as we think mm-hmm. it is. Um, just making sure we don't have, uh, you don't have sexualized images of women in your shop, I think is right. very important. Um, we have made choices along the way to not um, interact and deal with certain vendors because of their choice to sexualize women. And I, I don't think that's appropriate in the workforce. So, right. you know, I think um, I might be saying stuff that isn't always the most popular, but I think if you really want to have a, a really open environment, something that women feel comfortable in, mm-hmm. I think looking at what you have on your walls and how you speak is a good place to start. And there's so many right. great folks who have so, and they have so many, Hey, women do it too. Right. I see a lot of women. I talk to female customers who they put themselves down. They say, mm-hmm. Oh, I just don't know that much about cars. And you know, Oh my gosh. Right. And I, I have to build them up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the guys don't know it either. They just right. much more. So we're all I don't know. I'm not trying to assign guilt, but I think there's mm-hmm. all things we can do to help make, um, make, um, this career and just this environment inviting for men and women. Right. When we talked earlier, um, for the story, you said that you, you don't really notice you're the only one like you in the room until you are the only one. <laughs> so it's kind of like men wouldn't really get it or know until, we bring it to their attention or you bring it to their attention. So you're right. There's nothing that anyone's doing really wrong. It's just. Or intentionally. Right. Intentionally. Yeah. Yeah. And I've even had to correct my own language because I've called ladies, the girls. Right. Yeah. And and I didn't think about it, but you know, really I need to call them the women (laughs) asking for this, you know, or saying that this is really important. So, I mean, I don't throw stones. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Just kind of breaking those old habits. Yeah. It's tough. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, What advice do you have for female tire dealers or female technicians or just females in general that want to get into this automotive industry? Lean in. Yeah. (laughs) Doing it. Um, You know, I think it's, it's probably, it's hard sometimes to be kind of the first or the torchbearer. And I don't, I don't minimize that. I know there's, um, 
you know, there's other places where you don't have to be the torchbearer. You can just go in. But I, I think uh, there's a lot of rewards that can come with this. There's a lot of uh, success that can come to women who mm-hmm. choose to take this path because they're one of the few, one of a, you know, more of a, a minority. Right. So I encourage them to keep doing it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's awesome. Do your four girls just think you're like the coolest for doing this? I think it's the coolest thing. <laughs> Thank you. Well, you know, um, they definitely know they have a strong mother. Yeah. Good. <laughs> and that's what I talk to them about. I just yeah. joke with them. I was like, just, you know, I see so many opportunities for them to, you know, the key is to find a place where you can lead, lead right. um, whether it's in education, um, politics, government, business, just, you know, you can uh, just set yourself up to be in a position where you can lead and you can make changes and you have a lot of choices for yourself. And so drinking the Kool-Aid. Yeah. (laughs) There you go. Yeah. Uh, Well, that's really all the questions I had. Do you have anything else that you wanted to add that you feel like I missed or you want to expand upon? That was great. Okay. Thanks so much for talking with me and giving me this opportunity. Of course, Julie, thanks for coming on the show with me. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Modern Tire Dealer Show. Don't forget to access this program on Stitcher, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and other popular podcast platforms. I'm Maddie, and we'll talk soon. The Modern Tire Dealer Show is sponsored by MTD10, the Training and Education Network. Formerly DSP20 Group, 10 is the most progressive and comprehensive resource offering tire dealers the solutions, connections, and training they need to reach their goals. From one-on-one coaching and group networking to real-world on-site problem-solving and exclusive content, 10 offers an all-encompassing approach to education unlike anything the industry has ever seen. Learn more about what 10 can do for you and your business at mtd10.com.